I feel like I'm I'm being better about saying no, but I want to not feel bad about it. I mean, I couldn't relate more to that. I'm such a people pleaser too. Shut like. the fuck <laughs> up, John. And welcome, and welcome back, back to, to Get Straight. Straight. I hate when you do it because you're throwing me off. You're throwing me off. Just relax, John. Like, why can, do you have to ruin why, it? Why can't we say it at the same time? And welcome back to Give It To Me Straight. <laughs> there you go. I'm Alex. And I am John. And we are your gracious hosts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like so angry with you. <laughs> it's not easy. I mean, it's not hard to make you angry with me. Get there. <laughs> Get there. Is it's, it hot in here? It's just, it is. You're wearing a fucking sweatshirt. It's like 90 degrees up here. I, you know what? I'm, I'm going to tell, I'm going to say my low right now before me. I forget it. I feel like no. it's always me. I just like this fucking house. I cannot figure out the dampers and the vents. Which is funny because last week or the week before your oh. high was being at home. You're like, I'm just happy to be home. I mean, in I'm happy to be space. home, but like, why is this so complicated? It's our place it's is like a being a homeowner, John. Like it's a three-story like townhouse. Okay. And you know, we have one unit and you know, it's cold as shit on the first two floors and the top floor is, is hot as is fuck. This and why I you, know Is that, this why you want a ranch? Just because you like want it to be the same temperature. I'll pay extra just for a ranch. <laughs> just, yeah. So it's the same temperature. Well, also I can make it handicap accessible. That way when we go to sell it, it's like really people want that. The OT is showing. I'm seriously, I'm gonna rail it. Rails are gonna you be will ugh. rail it. I'm gonna put rails throughout the house. Like for us when we live there? For me, yeah. For, <laughs> for me, me. <laughs> I'm going to have a ramp to the front door. Everything's going to be accessible. It's going to be a moneymaker. You know, whenever I see rugs around now, I Don't always, have a throw rug down. I Your grandmother. Think, hmm. I always think fall risk. The only reason is because you go around and you're like, fall risk, fall risk, fall risk. Right. Any sort of change in surface level per room. I'm just saying. So a townhouse is not ideal for No. Also not geriatric. ideal for me. I'm a geriatric. You wanted this place. I know. So. It's nice. I mean, I like it. I guess we didn't think we would be here for this long, but... Whatever. It is we're, worth- we're still... We're, we're blessed. Hashtag blessed. All right. Let's jump into our highs and lows, Sean. Well, that was my low. I, let me just finish oh, it. Oh, right. Because I can't figure out the vents. The weather is crazy. So last week, it was hot as fuck. I'm like, all right, I'm going to shut the vents off on the first and second floor so all that cold air gets pushed to the third floor. Then it got really cold outside. Put the heat on so now we're just blasting hot air on the top floor where our bedroom is so now i've changed all the vents so that it's not all hot air comes just to the top like don't fuck with it just have someone come set it up like you don't know what you're I doing we have somebody come like we gotta figure some stuff out on our own but like you waste so much time trying to figure These stuff vents. out yeah it's like and then you get so mad at it it's like just just let someone else do I it i just need a condo Give me a little like two you, bedroom condo. That's all I need. Not even. You would find you would complain about the people above us or below <laughs> us. Like there would always be something. <laughs> you need just a tent, honestly. I just, like I need go, to be alone. I need to be alone. In a tent. <laughs> you get a sleeping bag and a pillow and maybe a hookup so you could play COD still. Yeah. That's all you need, right? That's all I need. I just need a chair, <laughs> a TV, and the PlayStation. That's it. A you and you. Sure. <laughs> Count me out of that equation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's your low is the fucking vents. Right. What's your high? My high is your birthday coming up. Ooh, wow. Your high is my birthday. I'm excited. I'm excited that I like, you know, plan something. All I never right. do I never do that. 
I'm excited too. I'm excited to see like what we do. I plan like I'm not gonna say it. Never mind. Yeah. See, I'm I'm and I'm very proud of myself for not giving any clues. Oh yeah, you're the worst at keeping surprises. I am secrets, surprises. Don't tell me shit. <laughs> Don't John, tell me anything. John can't hold it in. You are not a steel and trap. It's not, it's not because I'm not good at keeping a secret. It's because I forget that it's a fucking secret to begin with. I don't know. I, I do because like, I just like in past I'm like, oh yeah, you know, so and so, blah blah. No, like, I feel oh, like you've fuck. been like in the past. You're like, I'm just gonna tell you. <laughs> like that's what you do. That's surprises. What's the difference? Well, I guess a surprise and a secret are different. Yeah, but it's a surprise is a secret. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you just hate this conversation. I hate okay. It. Anyway, so your birthday is coming up next week. We got a little three day destination thing All we're right. doing. All right. I'm excited. Can't wait. My low is the like guilt that I feel for setting boundaries. Like I started therapy recently, which has been like the best thing just to, you know, vent to a third party, an unbiased party. And it's been really great. I mean, I probably should have started therapy years ago, but I feel like now that I'm learning to like say no to things and like protect my space, I need to get over the guilt that I feel about saying no. Like I know I'm getting better at saying no and like not doing things, but like, I want to feel at peace with that. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Like that is my low is that I, I still feel. You feel guilty. Like, like I, I you're feel not like, giving enough attention to everyone. Yeah, that, like I yeah. want to be a people pleaser. Like a lot of people just like ask for certain things. And I always am like, yeah, of course, let's do it. Like, or, you know, and I'm, I'm trying to be like, no, like, is this going to make me happy? Is this, you know, going to fulfill me or is this just self-serving to them? Like, and so I feel like I'm, I'm being better about saying no, but I want to not feel bad about it. I mean, I couldn't relate more to that. I'm such a people pleaser too. Shut like. the fuck up, John. <laughs> Literally someone will call John and be like, Hey man, let's hang out. And John will be like, there's nothing I would rather do less. <laughs> you are the most like blunt to the point. <laughs> I mean, life's short. Why, why? <laughs> You know what you're bad at? Yeah, you want to no, know what you're no, fucking bad no. at? Is like you... <laughs> it's not even a FOMO thing. I always thought it was a FOMO thing. It's people will like ask you to do something and in the heat of the moment, you're like, oh yeah, totally. Blah, blah. And well, then like, you put yourself in this fucking situation <laughs> where you're like, well, one, you include me in it. You don't even talk to me about it. And you're like, well, we got to do this. Well, I'm like, I, we don't have to do shit. Well, I usually, like, I do like doing things though. So, you know, like, and it's just, it's usually you where yeah, you're Yeah, but like, you're hyped. You're excited about it in the moment. And then it fades. It dwindles up until the point when we're about to do it. And you're like, well, now we're in a predicament. We're in a pickle here. <laughs> we're in a pickle. We're in a pickle here. <laughs> okay. But there's, there, you're we in need, a pickle. Shut up. We need a balance between us. We're a good balance because I feel like I, am kind and like to do things. And you just are so harsh where if someone brings up something, you're like, that's miserable. Like that sounds fucking boring as shit. Count me out. <laughs> so like, I'm just doing, so, we, so I'm just saying what you're thinking. No, cause I don't think those things mm. all the time. <laughs> all right. Anyway, I, bl I blame you for putting us in certain situations. Segwaying. That's my fucking low. Okay. My high is that we went live we did our first instagram live and it was a paid ad with purina the dog food company and we went live with two elite athletes and we were like <laughs> who are they gonna pair us with like i have no idea and again like john and i are clearly not i mean we work out but we're not known sports. as sports touchdown we're not known as athletes <laughs> touchdown touchdown <laughs> Score. And so they were like, it's Toon Day. Another one was George Kittle. And I'm embarrassed to say, but like, I don't really watch sports. So I'm like, okay, 
this guy must be pretty huge. Who's George Kittle? Look him up. And he's an amazing tight end for the San Francisco 49ers. And him and his wife are like goals. She's so hot. This gets worse, though, because I was like, oh, hell yeah. We're like hanging out with an NFL star and, and, the Peloton, and Tune Day and yeah. Peloton. So I'm telling everyone, I'm like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm talking with a guy who won like. Oh, the su- you thought the he won Super the Super Bowl. Bowl. And this is how stupid I am. I mixed up. Don't talk about yourself. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're about to say I'm stupid after I say this. <laughs> I mixed up the 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs because they both the color red. So I just obviously blended the two and I thought oh they were the same gosh. team. I'm embarrassed. Easy mistake though. Like I, I do that too. But I feel like stereotypically though, I'm not expected to know sports teams like you are. Whatever. Anyways, anyway, but that both of them high. are super cool people. Yeah. It, was, it was really awesome. So nice. Yeah, yeah, no. So that was my high. It was like really cool to chat with them, even though uh, it was We had very- no right being the well, ones to chat with that, them. I was like, why are we like, why are we <laughs> paired with them? Like John and I, I, maybe it was like for a comedic effect, like, because we were just like keeping the live going, just right. making jokes about like Kobe's poop. Right. Oh but- yeah. <laughs> Highlighted that live. So it's a three way split screen and five minutes into this conversation or this live, Kobe just decides to take a shit. He does poop several times on our walk. So we keep it real. We knew it. We knew that would happen. We knew that. It was so funny. Yeah. But so that was my high. That was fun. It was awesome. I was so nervous, though. I was like, what? Like, these are like insane people and athletes. But and you then, got, I knew you. I was like, you got oh, this. Oh, God. Whew. Well, we got this, but you got it because you're mostly talking while I hold the dog. Like, but you're fine as soon as we started talking. Thanks. Thanks, my love. It was all like the build up. Speaking of talking, our guest today is someone who I could literally talk to for hours. Oh, yeah. I could barely get a word in with you guys. (laughs) That's what I love about him, though, is that it's just like there's it's just constant back and forth. Like he's hilarious. You guys clicked like right off the bat. Yeah. So that's like one of the most beautiful things I think about social media is we have met so many other creators virtually. And then it's like when we get the opportunity to meet in person or collab, it's just the sparks fly. You know what I mean? It's awesome. It's very special. So our guest today is an insanely talented content creator, script writer, actor, director, editor, all in his own work, of course. But truly, he's one of, like, honestly, the most kind, positive, and hilarious people that we've ever gotten so to know. So genuine. Yeah. Love him. Love his roommates. So welcome to the podcast, Sean. Woo. Hi. <laughs> that was very anticlimactic. Woo-wee. <laughs> wow. It's so lovely to be here. Oh. <laughs> We're so excited to have you on. So as I mentioned before, I met Sean via TikTok, and I feel like we just like became fast social media friends. Oh, and, very quickly. And yeah. then when we met in real life, it was like the sparks. Oh, yeah. Don't fucking fully... in that at all, no, Al. John, I was, I was about to say between you and John, we're just... So oh, mad. I'm fully joining your thruple. You know I have a thing for thruples. <laughs> <Yes>. so. <laughs> so I love that you and your roommates have content together and create yes. your skits, but a lot of it has to do with like you. I feel like you're the main character. <laughs> Obvi. You could but, say, I mean, uh, I, do I don't write know about them. that. But like you incorporate, I feel like in such a genius way, like your relationships and like your real life in that. So how did you feel like you could do that without like being too personal? Oh, that's so interesting because it's all really personal. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I think what's kind of funny about it is that like when I'm writing these skits, I think of something true that has happened like either to me or between all of us. And then we just kind of go, okay, now what would we do if we were actually crazier than this? (laughs) And then that's why it doesn't feel too like 
too personal because it, it does start from that place a little bit, but then I'm like, okay, well now I'm going to make it like not me by being so yes. ridiculous. Yeah. Except most of the time people go, <laughs> oh, that's, that's just Sean. I'm like, well, Sean, you're I not mean, over the top. Come on. That's kind of how ours is too, though. It's something that happens. And I feel like that's why when we do get mean comments and not that we usually get mean comments at all, oh, but yeah. I, it, I don't take it as personal because I feel like we're just in a more exaggerated version of ourselves. Yeah. And that's kind of how I think of it. Like, I mean, even day to day, I'm like, I'm just a more exaggerated person than (laughs) normal. So it doesn't really like affect me too much. I think I get more affected by negative comments when we do get them, when it's more just about like the idea of it all versus like me. It's like, oh, this wasn't that funny. It's like, oh, "Oh, well, I guess I need to make it funnier. (laughs) Yeah. But like, but it, do, it never really like affects the way I look at like myself or like the way our dynamic is. You just kind of like keep going. And I think what's really nice about the content we make and you make is that you just keep making stuff. And even if you have one bad thing, you're like, well, we have like seven more ideas. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's really fun. We actually, since that conversation we had at Pink Taco, we have recorded a TikTok and have oh, yeah. four, no, three we're filming on Saturday. Oh my gosh. I'm so stoked because again, I feel like you are one of the content creators out there who you put your heart and soul into it again. Even if it, even if it flops, you have the next one, but like yours is such quality content that when it doesn't do well, it is kind of like a stab in your heart where you're like, God Mm -hmm. damn it. You put so much work and time into it. You know, we understand that. Well, not just that being part of a thruple and having to work within like three schedules. So how excited are your roommates to be part of filming this weekend? I mean, Anna's excited. You might want to talk to Wes about. (laughs) Wes is my boy. We're very similar. We're sitting at the table when we all went out to eat that one day. We're just like, "Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Just (laughs) listening to you and Alex talking. Let Alex, Sean, and Anna just run the conversations. (laughs) Yeah. You know, but what's kind of what's fun about the ones we're filming on Saturday is that, um, there, we sh- I just showed Wes the scripts last night and he actually laughed at both of them. So he's pretty oh, excited oh, about it because they're, I mean, not to brag, but I think it's some of my best work. Yes. And, <laughs> and, um, I think we kind of, um, really get in our, get into our groove when we're like emulating a TV show or some sort of skit we've already seen, but then making it our own and applying our yes. like throuple situation to it, because that's essentially what we're doing on Saturdays. Like we're taking two shows we've already seen, um, and just putting our own spin on it, which already makes it like fun for us. Cause we're like doing something we know, but also it's easily recognizable to people watching it on TikTok. Yeah. Like, Oh, I already kind of know what this is, Yes. but let me see how you three did it. I think that's the best way to do it though, is to take inspiration from like the different mediums that you're consuming around you. Like we've taken inspiration from euphoria. Our content is not even related to euphoria at all, but like their editing style or like, Oh, I know just- John does drugs. Yeah. I know he does hard, <laughs> hard drugs. I'm a, I'm a party animal. I'm crazy, (laughs) but I think that's the best way to do it. But again, I think that you guys still incorporate your own personalities and it's so flawlessly. So tell us a little bit like about your dating life and how that is incorporated into your content and like what it looks like in real life. Is it like the show ultimatum? John, what the fuck? The reason that, I, that, I'm just bringing it up because Alex was making me watch this dating show the John, past like, two that days. That has nothing to do with like Sean's that dating life. That has nothing life to do with me like- because <laughs> I am not like in a relationship. I'm not engaged. Like, giving, I just automatically assume giving someone an old Sean, Sean's a hot. Sean's a hot piece of ass. I was assuming he was already dating somebody. If you want to watch a dating show that emulates my life, watch Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> it is wild in these parts. <laughs> 
Um, I tend to put a lot of like ideas about me being single into our videos, mostly because that's the life I live, but also in the off chance someone really hot sees my videos like, Ooh, he's available. Yeah. Let me slide into the DM. And hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I've gone on multiple dates with guys who have already like seen me on TikTok. I was going to say, have and, you like, had anyone like slide in your DMS because of that? So that's giving you some pull yeah. right there. You're like, mm-hmm. yeah. a little bit just like, yeah. Oh, I, what's nice though, is that like, if they like me on TikTok, the more exaggerated version, like I feel kind of at ease, like, Oh, well now that I can like kind of calm down and get to know you on a personal level. Yes. They'll like me even more. Yeah. At least that's my hope. But here I am. <laughs> At least single still. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, you know, I'm not gonna lie, I think you're a little picky. You're a little picky. What? I I showed it's true. Him no, he's right. He's right. Of someone I know who's a beautiful dude. Oh, and I'm like, he's Sean, hot. What about this guy? And Sean, the reaction I got from you was yeah, but very you, but it, anticlimactic. He was like, mm. I already could tell him like, this guy is so attractive. He would never give me the time of day. So why would I even give you the reaction by yourself? Yeah, Don't you no. ever say that about and that, yourself. That negative self-talk is not going to set you up for success. That's exactly what my therapist said two hours ago when I was in her office. <laughs> oh my God, I had therapy today too. <laughs> Where so, I was like, I'm about to hop on a podcast. I need to make sure I get everything sad and re- like bad out before it's recorded forever. And I'll just bring it. I'll just rehash the shit for yeah, you exactly. right now. Leave it to John to just, <laughs> that's, that's who, my bad. Who doesn't go to therapy. <laughs> I probably should. To just bring up all the problems. Yeah. Oh no, I'm fine. I'm such an open book. Dating in LA is very tough for me, especially because I not the hookup type. I don't really go out to like bring someone home. It's very much looking for genuine connections. And when you're on like dating apps, some dating apps are purely like hookup. Some are, you know, just, oh yeah, let's go on dates and let's get to know each other. But all the guys that tend to like me on those dating apps are not people that I find myself like gravitating towards, like Mm -hmm. whether that's um, their texting personality or just their pictures not to be so <laughs> vapid you, I mean but, you have to be attracted to someone yeah and attraction is a big thing but also lately it's been going so poorly in my dating life I'm like okay let's let's <laughs> add let's let's bring in the twos and the threes like I, <laughs> are, you, are you is that age range getting wider and wider you're like okay I'm gonna go yeah. from, from 20 to 65 was that how you were John <laughs> that's I had to keep I had to keep doing the range and that's where I landed Alex mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. I haven't been getting a lot of matches lately only because I moved my dating range out from like, it used to be like 23 to like 30. And now I'm only like 27 to like 35. I would even, I mean, I, I forget that you're younger than us, but I was like, I would even go older. I'm just than a wee that, baby. So. How, old, yeah, Sean, how old are you? Um, 18. What? <laughs> I mean, cutting that out. That's really, um, like, it just made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. That statement. <laughs> I'm just, a I, I'm just a baby. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, I'm, tw- I'm 27. Yeah. Oh God, you're young. John like hates the youths. Youthful skin. I'm, I'm getting out of my twenties in like Can't a wait. week, one week. I'm 29 and I'm going to 30 next week. Dirty 30. What are you going to do? Cry. I almost, I almost wish we were doing this podcast tomorrow because guess what I'm doing tonight? Stop going, going on, on a date. date. Not just one date. I'm going on like 10 dates. I'm going speed dating. Shut what? up. That's yeah. awesome. 
Isn't that wild? I'm there. I'm stressed out. How did you find it, number one? And like, what is the experience? Have you ever done one before? So never done speed dating, only seen it in the movies. But one of my, one of my friends recently um, broke up with his boyfriend and he's been trying to like go on dates and like kind of do new things and stuff. And he was like, will you go to the speed dating event with me? I found it online. Like he was like doing research on it. And I was like, you know what? I'm single. Why not? I'll go to support my friend. I'm not putting a lot of like weight onto it because it's like what are you gonna do like it's speed dating it's already ridiculous in itself but I'm really just going for the experience and I was just maybe gonna say, sounds, yeah, that the experience cool. or like the story that you'll get from it like if something funny happens oh, like yeah I feel like you're gonna meet such a variety of people there that like it's and it's like sales you know it's a numbers game so oh, <laughs> I'm only really thinking of 40 year old virgin the scene where they're speed dating and she's that's like, literally what Wes said last night <laughs> She's like, I'm just thinking about hopping back on that pogo stick. You know what I mean? Oh <laughs> my God. I need to get an update after you yeah. go on this speed dating. <laughs> I know. I'm really, I'm excited more for the story of it all. But hey, if I meet someone special, then yeah. that's a win. But win, if win. not, true. I've got a story, maybe some material for a new TikTok. Yes, yep. definitely. You know? I'm just doing my research, baby. Gotta, gotta stay focused. Love it. Exactly. Front of mind. But what has your dating experience in LA been like in the past? Now this is something I can go on for hours, but um, (laughs) essentially like um, it's partly my fault. I mean, I've been in therapy, so I've been able to really realize what's me and what's LA. But I'd say for the most part, the guys I meet in LA are not looking for anything serious. It's Mm -hmm. the hookup culture. It's like, oh, I want everything in a relationship, but not the label. I, Mm -hmm. you know, it's frustrating when like, I'm such a sweet, genuine, handsome person (laughs) 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 that I don't meet like like like-minded people. And what's even harder is like, even when I do meet like-minded people and I'm like, okay, this is going to work. We don't click Mm. on a deeper relationship type level. So then it turns into a friendship. And lately I've just been like, I've just been collecting friends for so long (laughs) that I'm like maxed out. Like you two are probably the last two people I'll be friends with and no one else. I get that. You only have so much time, you know, you better, you gotta figure out which ones you really want to hang out with. Like us. So much time, so much energy, especially like coming out of COVID quotations coming out because we have no idea. (laughs) You know, but like, I am only giving my attention to people that matter. I just spent the last two years with like two of the most important people in my life and like going back out. It's like, well, am I just going to give that to everyone? No, yeah. I'm going to give it to the people that matter. Well, it's and you have to like, although you like yeah. strike me, I don't know why as an extrovert. So I'm sure that, you know, you get a lot of energy from be- being around people, but as a fellow extrovert, like there are still limits to that. Like we're still humans. Whereas oh, like yeah. your time is precious. Like we do need to recharge. So you can't consistently be out there, like making new friends and giving pieces of yourself to all these people that like, don't really cherish that oh, and appreciate that so it takes more energy to like be around people you're not comfortable with and after spending two years inside being so comfortable why would you want to like right not necessarily put yourself back out there but like put yourself back out there in a way that's not going to be as like validating like I've definitely met people that have you know been fun but I'm like I've already got this type of person in my life and Mm -hmm. other people where I'm like oh you're worth it like let me give you my time and it Mm -hmm. feels a little like I don't want to say selfish, but it, you know, just like, oh, kind of like snooty, but it is true. Like I'm getting older. I have a lot of friends. I'm keeping the ones I want close to me and we'll see who comes in and comes out, but I'm kind of taking somewhat of a break 
in quality that, over is, quantity. Yeah. That's when you'll find find someone too. When you're not really looking like it. <laughs> that's you know? what they say. That's when you'll find someone. <laughs> yeah, I think so, because you're not like hunting. You know, you're just like. I know, and I'm such a hunter. I am. A... <laughs> Do you find it? Is it more like a difference in dating life being in LA than in like San Francisco? Because you were in San Francisco oh. beforehand. Like, is it more oh. difficult or like different people? That's what's hard is that like, I mean, I grew up in Sacramento, and but didn't come out till I was 16. And I grew up in a small town and where I was like the only gay kid in my class. So it was like, okay, can't really date anybody here. And then at 18, I moved, I went to college, which was near San Francisco. It was like in the Napa area. And even dating there, I was like, okay, there's more gay men, but like, you know, slim pickings mm-hmm. in, in a way. Cause I was in college or, you know, just kind of confined right. to this one space. And then I met my first boyfriend who I spent a year with and I was like, oh, I'm done dating. Like this yeah. is perfect. This, this is, is it. it. My yeah. notebook. Talk this about like everyone's it. first love. You're always like, this oh. is it. <laughs> I know. I'm like, this is it. I'm done dating. I moved to LA when we were together and I was like, wow, I'm not gonna have to deal with any of this LA dating scene. <laughs> any of this bullshit. I'm with the love of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and then LA goes, Sean, hold, my oh. hold my beer. Hold my beer. No. Sean, like, that asshole. You know what? I know. I know. Well, he's he's missing. the person I'm probably going to talk about later when we get into the being coming friends with your yes. ex. Yes. Yeah. Well, so Wild. we'll segue into that. So yeah. You guys. So did but, you guys move to LA together? No, I moved to LA on my own. Oh, um, okay. So were you long Anna. distance then? We were, yeah, we were long distance for like oh. eight months out of the year <gasps> we were together. Oh my god, yeah. and that's just a challenge in itself. But then also like the transition from like college into like real world working the is like the worst thing yes ever. and it's like it does put a strain on your relationship i feel like that's when a lot of relationships or like um couples do end up breaking up because you become this different person you're like not partying anymore you have responsibilities and like you're just becoming opening this new chapter of your life so i feel like that in itself oh, yeah. puts a stressor and on that was really. that was basically it like we had a really good relationship but it became to be too much and um, too much stress. And of course, most of that came from me. Cause I was trying to figure out LA life. I was so overwhelmed. I was only making like a thousand dollars a month working at my job. My Ooh. rent was a thousand fifty. And you were like, so I was, I'm, how am I going to survive? Yeah, like, I was like losing eating? money. Yeah. And then luckily I ended up finding a job and now, now everything's great. But, yeah. um, and I'm not sad anymore. But, um, <laughs> my problems are gone. Problems are gone, but you know, like a big, reason why we broke up was because of that and not um because of like big foundational like relationship issues granted Mm -hmm. we had our issues but what what couple doesn't I mean I'm looking at two right now (laughs) we're just like walking issues truly that's why we have a podcast to talk about it yeah behind this happy face is a sad sad man (laughs) sad sad boy um so what did your relationship look like when you guys broke up did you still stay in contact with one another did he ever move to LA like so that's what's crazy is that um like the second you hurt my feelings I am done with you mm-hmm. like oh that's so... fucking healthy Sean <laughs> yeah no I'm like, working on it in therapy when you're in a relationship like yeah what like yeah. did he didn't vacuum or something and then he upset you and then like that's it like how how you bad... want to hear something kind of you want to hear something so like you're gonna hate me for it John but yes. Alex will understand <laughs> I got mad at him one time for eating an Oreo at 9 a.m. Because I was like, that's not breakfast. <laughs> that is totally a fight I would start. 
<laughs> I'm just like yelling at him. Like, why are you eating this? I'm making eggs. He's like, I'm just kind of hungry. <laughs> See, <but> that, <laughs> LOL, um, like his voice was that deep. <laughs> yeah, I'm just hungry. But I feel like that is something where like that probably stemmed from something else. Like it wasn't necessarily oh, it the Oreo. I was just saying, <laughs> like when you said when something upsets you, like you're done with them, like what what kind of give me an example? Well, that. I'd say like specifically <laughs> no in a way relationship. it's the Oreo. Yeah. There's no <laughs> way specifically in a relationship. It got to a point where he wasn't giving me the same attention as he was giving like his friends. Oh. And I was like, oh, I probably mean a little bit more than you're like, if not, a, if so I'm you your friend. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought, but it like got to a point where it was like, oh, you're like not treating me right, which really you mm. know, hurt my feelings, which then led us to like break up. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. I that, see okay, how things have changed, you know? Right. But then it was like, but you hurt me so much that like, we didn't talk for three years. It was just like cold turkey. Yeah. Well, so, I like, mean, walked out the door, break up, like generally you, you do have to cut someone out of your life. I think to heal, to like become oh, yeah. a person without that other individual. So I think you have to do whatever is necessary for your heart. And if that's oh, yeah. walking away from someone completely, then that's what you have to do. And it was one of those things where in the moment I was so heartbroken, something clicked in my head was like, you're only getting your heart broken by this boy one time. And mm-hmm. it's today. Yeah. And so that means you can't reach out to him. You can't text him. You can't follow on Instagram. Like, cause those are like little heartbreaks Yeah. when you like see them on Instagram or you like try to call them and like work through things or, you know, like all those little things like prolong that hurt. Yep. And right. I, oh my knew gosh, yes. the, I knew in that moment when he like walked out the door, I was like, I'm going to feel this so hard that like, I can never have him do this to me again. Just cut cut, like rip the bandaid off, get through it. Mm-hmm. You're going to heal the quicker that you get over this. Um, but it doesn't always mean it's the end all be all. I think you just have to like self-preserve. Um, you need to do that for sure. Yeah. And I really thought I was like, we're cutting ties. I'm never talking. The plan was to never talk to him again. I was like, no, no, no. Yeah. And then cut to five years later, we're hanging out most uh, weekends. <laughs> so, so wait, he lives in LA now. Oh, so yeah. So he moved to LA. So we reconnected after three years. Wow. Um, and he had a boyfriend and we just, I just wanted to like check in. I want like, we hadn't talked in a while. Like something felt like right to like reach out. Um, and we had a really good conversation. It was nice. And then that's when he told me, he was like, oh, I'm actually going to move to LA with my new boyfriend. <laughs> and I was like, huh. So what were your feelings though? Because again, I think that like when you go that long without speaking to someone, you both are like new people. You, you like had this idea of like who they were because, you know, that's like when you left off, but then like you've matured, he's matured and now you're like different individuals. So when you found out that he was dating someone, like, did you expect that? Or like, did that hurt? It it, it didn't hurt. It was, it, it had been three years and I was just like, oh, like, I think what was kind of more shocking was like I'm moving to LA with him mm. because and my head was like well that was always our plan wait mm. we're, we're not together like yeah, what are you, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know those like little thoughts come in but then you're like okay like whatever I don't really care um and it wasn't until he moved to LA I was like nervous because I had like put so much weight into being okay in LA because he wasn't there it's mm. like I'm able to right. get over him because I'm never going to see him yes. Yes. exactly yeah so him coming to LA I was like it's threatening my well-being so, Ooh. but then COVID hit. So it was like, oh, I'll never see him. So we're fine. Yeah. And then, um, he reached out back in January of this year and was like, Hey, do you want to meet up for coffee? And I was like, yes. <laughs> He's like, all right, I'm going to bring my boyfriend with me. So which, 
which like yeah. brings up the well, is he dating someone or no? Yeah. So he's so he's still with his boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. So have you met his boyfriend? No, but I will next Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I feel like I'm this so again, <laughs> this strikes up the the like debate of can you be friends with your ex? Um, <laughs> well, no, no, I don't no. I wouldn't say that. I think that there is an it depends. Like this is not a black or white situation. Hold on, but but <clears throat> fucking but why? Why even do that to yourself? And you've already talked about like I already have so many friends, I already know so many people. Why even is it clarity? Because you've already had a conversation. I mean, you guys are already right. good. You must want something out of it. Maybe Sean is like, oh, this I'm is gonna, interesting. I'm going to steal this man back. <laughs> I mean, maybe subconsciously, oh. but I just think like, what, let, let the man speak. What, <laughs> what are what you am I trying to get out of it? Well, or that's do the you thing. need to get anything out of it? Like it could just be a friendship. Well, and that's, that's what was crazy is that we met up for coffee. I was obviously nervous. All my friends told me, don't do it. Don't do it. What are you doing? We saw how like upset you were when you broke up. Like this is opening the same wound again, you know, like all the stuff you hear. And I was like, I know, but whatever. So (laughs) (laughs) I just need to do it. Like it's for the story. It's for content. So, (laughs) so I go, I see him for the first time in five years and instantly we just clicked as friends Like it was, it was so weird because when we first met in college, it was like that. It was like, oh, hi. And we just, for some reason, we're like, oh, we get each other. Like, this is easy. So then, so we meet at this park and we talk for like three hours, just catching up on our whole lives. And I'm slowly remembering like, oh, wait, like I can fully be myself around this person. Mm -hmm. And it's been five years now where I feel like I'm no longer like 21, 22 when we were dating. And, you know, he's in a relationship. I'm just like, I'm a very attached person when it comes to these kinds of things. And this was one of the first times in my life where I saw him and I felt nothing. Amazing. Absolutely (laughs) nothing. And it wasn't even, yeah, it wasn't even like, oh, I'm pushing something down because Mm -hmm. I want this to work. Um, It was like, oh, I can look at this person and know like, oh, you used to be my everything, my future husband, like all this stuff. But now I just see you as this like, person on your own that's so separate from who I am now Mm -hmm. that that's when I was like oh I think we can be friends and I think that that's what it is like there is no black and white can you should you be friends with your ex I think it's the why like how are you Mm -hmm. feeling what are your intentions and like how if you still have like these unresolved emotions towards this person and you feel like it's going to be toxic or you're looking to rekindle something no but like that's no if you have no you know, no preconceived notions, what you're going into. And you're just like, you know, again, I think the fact that like you're, you've both matured, like you became different people. And when you're in your early twenties, going into your mid twenties, you really do change and develop and mature like light years. Like I'm embarrassed of who I was at 20, 23 years old, (laughs) you know? And again, it's not going to be the same for every relationship, but I think that you can't expect anything from it. You guys also didn't, end on like horrible terms nothing like drastic happened right it was no. just kind of like he was paying more attention to his friends you didn't you know that upset you which i understand you kind of were like this isn't right for me and it's, is that kind of distant yeah right and yeah, distant. Like it's that's distant. tough like it wouldn't be an issue if like i was seeing him all the time but yeah so it was that thing of like we could probably be friends but when we broke up it was like i don't even want to look at you or even think about that kind of stuff mm-hmm. right and now five years later it's like oh i can finally start to think about that because I know there's nothing there 
And I think that's like the biggest advice um, about this whole topic is that like, you can be friends with an ex if you're not, if you don't have ulterior motives other than yeah. friendship or pushing anything down. But here's the thing. A lot of people are emotionally smart enough to know if they're pushing things down. Yeah. And so they're like, yeah, I can do it. Right. Sure. Mm-hmm. Why not? I know generally, like I can't be friends with exes right away. Like mm-hmm. I currently just like got out of a thing with this guy. We went never even, we dated for a little bit and then became friends after that. Cause it was like, Oh, we went on a couple of dates. Like, let's just stay friends. But then of course me being me, I got uh, emotional and <laughs> kind of attached Yeah, and um, brought it up to him. And he was like, Oh, I don't think that's like a good idea. Mm. And I was like, here's the thing. You're right. But yeah. I'm lonely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But again, I think it all comes down to being self-aware, knowing where the other person stands too, because yeah. if your ex, you know, just say left his boyfriend and you guys were both single, that's some, that's another conversation that would have to be had potentially you're, you're like, absolutely not, not. at all. You know what like I mean? we've been hanging, we've been hanging out a lot more lately and it's, it's the craziest experience to be around him and like, have no not- feelings have no feelings other than like, oh, I just like being around you. Like, because he, it's crazy. Cause like, oh, you know me, you know, all of me, but not in a romantic way anymore, which is very comforting. You know, his boyfriend right now is probably like, oh, I can't wait to meet this mofo next week. Have you heard from the other side? Like, has your friend told you how his boyfriend feels? Yeah. So I, I asked him, um, I was like, is, you know, your boyfriend okay with us hanging out? And he's like, oh yeah, like he's fine, whatever. Because I, I should mention they took a little break while we were reconnecting. Mm. So for a moment, my ex was getting pretty interesting, Sean. (laughs) There's a little couple of key factors that are. I should mention just literally fast forward to a year. We're at their wedding. (laughs) Plot twist. Plot Plot twist. twist. I'm in love. <laughs> we're filming Sean's wedding. No, no, no. They, they were, um, they were broken up for a little bit while we were reconnecting. Um, and then once they got back together, that's when I brought up, I was like, Hey, like I'm having a good time, like becoming your friend again, but like, is he okay? Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, he's fine. Um, I mean, I'll meet him next Saturday and really catch a vibe. Yeah. But- you should yeah. bring Wes with you just in case. Oh God. Well, I'm just thinking like, it's about respecting the other person's relationship as well. And then I think that's, that's why like there has to be open communication on all fronts of this, because if there are underlying feelings, it, it can turn South very quickly. Oh, fully. And so, and also too, like, I don't know if I'd feel that bad if his boyfriend was like, Hey, I don't want you hanging out with Sean, like as much just because he's feeling some type of way. Like I, I could respect that, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and I will say for the most part, when my ex does hang out with me, it's with my friends. So it's a big group thing, which might, might provide some like comfort in a way, but, um, we do hang out like one-on-one, like sometimes, but so what's Saturday then how many people are hanging out Saturday? Oh, it's like, it's his birthday. It's his birthday party. Like he's he's rented out like a room at like this, um, apartment complex. So it's like a, it's like a big party. So I can easily get lost Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) if needed, but I don't think so. I mean, um, my ex is very, very kind. And so I'm sure he attracts similar people into his life. 
Um, I mean, me being one. <laughs> you being the best <laughs> one. Me being the best one. But um, I'm trying to think of ways to introduce myself. Like, oh, hi. Hi. Like, I'm Sean, former love of his life. <laughs> right. I was first. I the only so I don't way. care about your feelings. Yeah, I was first. I was first. But like, I can yeah. envision this too. Like, in my experience, I've never, I've never had an ex that like we've either like reconnected or like been in the same group of friends. But I do feel like a lot of people run in the same groups. And then when you break up, like it's inevitable that you are either going to see them date other people, have to get past your differences, or you make that choice, like step away from a friend group or like hang out with them separately. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess in this case, like that doesn't really apply but no. like have you ever had that experience outside of this x or is this like oh, your number one? oh you yeah. have <laughs> so i actually ended up like i hope they're not going to listen to this whatever i'm not going to tell them <laughs> <laughs> i um ended up like hooking up with one of the guys in my friend group and of course me being me i caught feelings <laughs> <laughs> Sean, I know it just, I need to stop. I need to stop. And then, um, but unfortunately, um, he was like dating somebody at the time. I should mention they were open. That's a thing in the gay community. You can hook up with a lot of people. They're already in relationships, whatever. God, right. this sounds um, fucking horrible. Where I thought you this were going like to say such amazing. a horrible dating experience. I'd be like, are we together? Are we not together? Well, What's the verbiage we're allowed to John use? John catches emotions too. So I don't think you would be able to handle handle mm. that type of lifestyle. Oh, but, that's, no. but that's where you set boundaries for you, yourself. And you know, like, yeah. this is what I want for me. Good for you mm. if this is what you want. But you have to set those boundaries to protect your, your peace. Yeah. Boundaries is a big thing I'm um, working on in therapy. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like I ended up hooking up with a friend and I, you know, got attached and then we, you know, realized, oh, we should just stay friends. But I was still emotional and I still had to see him Mm. every weekend we would hang out. And I was like, this is what sucks because I don't want to lose this friend Mm. group, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to see him. So how am I going to make this work? And then luckily COVID happened. (laughs) I know that's like really bad to say. And we didn't see each other for a long time. And those feelings naturally went away. And Mm -hmm. like, for me, it was like, I want to keep my friend group so bad that I have to just power through. Mm -hmm. And now, and now we're great. Like we're friends again. Like we're good. It, It takes, it takes time and for let's say he wasn't in my friend group I would not have tried as hard to mm-hmm. like stay his right. friend but it was like you're a part of this bigger thing and unfortunately like that means more to me than you so mm-hmm. I have to like really work on this to make sure like everything stays intact and yeah. luckily things are intact and it's good but it doesn't work out for everyone and that's the thing yeah like, well I was, gonna, I was just so gonna ask aware. you like in what world do you feel like being friends with an ex is like not acceptable like in your oh, experience. Oh, if you have feelings still. Yeah. You're trying to like, the thing is with this guy that I just stopped like talking to, like we were friends, tried to make it more, but we didn't, I know right now, like I can't be his friend because I want more at mm-hmm. this moment. And like, but, that is so self-aware of you to know that. And that's what people need to do. It's like, what do you really want? And even yeah. if there's an inkling, you have to just like distance yourself, mm-hmm. whether that takes a month, two months, a year, five years, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, you have to be aware because we love to hurt our own feelings, Yeah, you know, and you get to a point where you like are over yourself that you're like, okay, what am I really going to like gain from this or what do I really want? And that's when you like look in and really think, okay, well, I want this friendship. I can get it if I take the time 
to work through it. And so with him, I'm hopeful we can be friends again, but you know, it's been two weeks since we've talked and I'm just going to keep going until I don't feel like I want anything more, but it's also on the other side too. Like if you, if you felt that you were at a place that you could be friends, but then started getting hints that they had feelings, like, would you cut it off then? Like, what do you do then? Like if I'd have, you'd have to yeah, fully like, but also this is what kind of sucks is would you Sean, (laughs) would you though? I'm so glad this is not video recorded because you can see. Oh, it is. <laughs> oh, God. No, we don't use this video. Yeah. You're fine. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I'd say I've definitely been in situations where I'm like, oh, I know that they like me more. And I like this attention. attention. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. So I'm just going to let it ride. <laughs> I also think, Sean, like you are in kind of a better position because you are single right so yeah being friends with your ex obviously is more acceptable i would think yeah. and you have the time to like all you have to focus on is yourself and your yeah. feelings and whether or not this is something for you whether but if you're in a relationship you're like okay i might be okay with it but like what about my partner and i don't know the inner workings of their mind so they might say they're okay but they're not okay and like I think how would you have you, a lot of trust how, well how yeah. would you appro- uh, approach a situation if you did start dating someone and they didn't want you to be friends with your ex anymore Oh man, I'm trying to remember what it was like to be in. So how would Sean know? (laughs) (laughs) Truly, it's been like you know what's you know what's actually insane and kind of sad to admit is that like my ex and I broke up like five years ago, and that's the last boyfriend I had. Yeah, but think about the pandemic and think about all the growth that you've had at either way. Like yourself, definitely. But also like you, because I feel like when we got together, you were single for a while too. Like you hadn't had like a legit girlfriend for years. But I think that you by choice. But like you're still dating, but I think that you (laughs) I think that you are creating like your checklist of like what you are willing to put up with, what you want in someone, you know, and what you're not willing to put up with. So I think that it's, it's not like, it's not like you're not growing devil's advocate. Other side of that though. I think that makes you a little more jaded because I I think you're, you're going through all these experiences and some are good, a lot are negative. And it's like, you're knowing like what you want, what you don't want. And I think you're starting to like, you know, they need to check on, check off all these boxes for you to want to be with them. Well, there are some non-negotiables of course. Yeah. Now, honestly, my big focus now is just, do you have money? (laughs) (laughs) i'm cutting out all the emotional stuff everything i've learned not important do you have money that's why the age range is growing he already told you that well everyone in la has money right what what was that somebody told us like no one in la works our manager told us that no one works in la like it was crowded wherever we were she goes it's because no one in la works i was like it's one o'clock on like a thursday yeah there's so many jobs out there like especially my job like i'm currently on the clock right now <laughs> <laughs> you're working yeah. i'm working <laughs> that's true but it's like every like the jobs that we have i think are so flexible in the sense of like you go through a busy season and then you kind of have these weeks where you're like oh i'm just gonna like go to pink taco at <laughs> yeah. and have some margaritas yeah Perfect. and then like I'll, I'll hop back on a call at five like right yeah you know i'm good but you make it um, work. to go back to the original question of if i was in a relationship and they didn't want me to be friends with my ex. I, ooh, that's tough because I think I would fight to be friends with my ex because it means that there's something, but I would work on it with my partner of like, hey, we obviously don't have a trust here. So mm. this is something that brings up in our relationship versus like, 
the problem isn't my relationship with my ex. It's the trust between us. Right. It's kind of funny so you say that though, that. because yeah. you and your ex broke up because he was hanging out with his friends more so than you. Right. So I, I feel like mm-hmm. I see the correlation a little bit there. Okay. Detective John. <laughs> Detective Maybe. John is well, on the case, baby. But, but, I mean, I'm it, sure it comes... distance played a, a role. Yes, girl. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think it's very situational, but I think it starts with your current relationship and working on whatever's going on there and then fixing that before handling like the ex situation right but then well, again and, well, I'm, and also I'm not sure. like your partner has to respect the relationships that you have in your life before they came along you know like my right. friends that I had like before I met John like those are important people to me they're in my life for a reason like just because you come along with this new I don't like this person doesn't mean I'm gonna cut them out just because they're you don't out like them. they're out they're out <laughs> yeah. of here Oh, and I think, yeah. again, that's like something that you work on with your partner in your relationship. But I don't yeah. think there's any right or wrong. There's no black or white. Yes or no. Like Just whatever you guys are comfortable it's with. It's very yeah. gray. Yeah. But well, I think well, I think it's black and white for some people. If you know who you like, if you know who you are, then it's very black and white. Like, mm. like, oh, I know I'm really attached. OK, well, then you can't be friends with them. Ooh, right. Right. Simple. Yeah. Like it's simple. You know, mm-hmm. like it's more it's the gray area when you don't know yourself or even want to listen to yourself of like, well, I know I get this way, but like, whatever, it'll be fun. You justify your actions. Yeah, exactly. You know, for me, it was very clear of like, oh, I feel nothing. This is perfect. Mm-hmm. I can Sean, you're really good at self-reflecting on yourself. Like <laughs> Thank some you. of the shit you're saying, I'm like, I would have never fucking Therapy. thought to do that. Like when, Therapy. the one thing I took away from what you said, when you were like, people shouldn't be friends with their exes if they're pushing down emotions and they don't even realize that they're doing that. Oh yeah. I would never think of that ever. And and you'd be the type of person to be. How much do you charge an hour? (laughs) How much do you charge an hour to be my therapist? I will hop on this microphone every two every Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Sean, uh, you're in luck because since you're on our podcast, we're gonna have you plug all your socials so all the single guys out there know that you're available and ready to mingle. And uh, he's gonna be friends with his ex, so you have to be okay (laughs) with that. You have to be okay with that. (laughs) That's big true. thing for us is it has to be trust. So let's work on it from the get-go. <laughs> yes. You know what it is? It's communication. Communication. Sean, you have to sing it with us. Ready? One, two, three. Communication. Stop. Sean, what the fuck was that? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> anyway, Sign you can right now. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram. <laughs> find me on Spotify, Apple Music, and <laughs> What's that a uh, bootleg version? Um, Napster? LimeWire. <laughs> LimeWire. Find me on LimeWire. Um, no, you can find me on TikTok at Broken Pig Leg and Instagram at Sean Tadlock, S E A N T A D L O C K. Yes. Boom. Sean, I better thank get you millions so of followers. Oh, <laughs> you are. You, you will. will. You will. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much. I had such a fun time. Yeah, it was oh, awesome. I can't wait to hang out in person again. We'll, we'll be back in like three weeks. And tell the roomies that we said hello. Yes, I will. Wes is probably listening to everything. <laughs> tell, tell Wes I miss him. <laughs> I will. I will. He misses Sean, him. I miss you too, I guess. Mwah. All right. <laughs> bye, Sean. All right, bye, Sean. Thanks. Bye. Sean cracks me up. Seriously. I love that guy. He's amazing. I can't wait to reconnect in LA. It's like such a easygoing conversation with him too.
you guys could have kept going. I'm like, okay, it's enough. That's <laughs> it's enough. It's true. I know he had a meeting to get to. So yeah, when are we? We're gonna see him in a couple of weeks, hopefully. Yeah, and collab with him and the roomies. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, all right. Let's jump into Would You Rather. All right. Do you have one for me, John? I do. Would you rather go bright purple when embarrassed? Or sweat so much you soak through your clothes. I already do that. <laughs> like, I feel I, like this question was really for you. I already do that. So sweat through my clothes. Like literally, if you were to look at my my crotch area right now. You, yeah, yeah, we got something's going on there. Uh, you, uh, we got to tackle this. We got to do something about this. It's my problem, John. <laughs> like, and also, did you know that the more athletic a person is, the quicker they start sweating? Okay, so really. She, yeah, so I'm just an elite athlete. So shut okay. the fuck up, okay? And, we, but it's, we, but it's we all from work, the crotch. We gotta work on this. And it's everywhere. Why are you wearing a fucking sweatshirt? It's a hundred degrees in here. You're like, you know what I'm gonna wear? I'm gonna wear a sweatshirt and these tight, whatever like spandex leggings. pants you're wearing. Leggings. Is that what leggings. Uh-huh. No, how? What would you rather? What would you rather? Purple or sweat? How, like just like pouring out of me. Yeah, or look like the girl from Willy Wonka. I guess purple. I don't get embarrassed that easy. So I mean, if it happens, it happens. And at least, at least it goes away, and then I'm not like, fuck. I have to go change now. I guess that's true. You do soak through your clothes, right? <sighs> but I guess from a health standpoint, you're sweating out all the toxins. Wait, was it when you're embarrassed? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I sweat like that when I work out. So I would just come up with some bullshit. Like I just worked out. What is your would you rather? Okay. <laughs> Okay, John. Alex, <laughs> yeah, I'm right next to you. Would you rather eat the same thing for the rest of your life or only be able to watch the same episode of a show the rest of your life? I feel like you asked me a question like this before about the same eating the same thing. I'm well, fine eating the same thing. Because when I was sick on that carnival cruise and I didn't pay for like the extra to have like cable or internet, and I was like quarantined in my room. The only thing they had on TV, and I was in my room for over 24 hours, was Grown Ups 2. So I had nothing in the room, no phone, nothing. And I had to, I didn't even have a book. And I sat there and watched Grown Ups 2. On repeat? On repeat. I swear to God, I was like, this, I'm going to go manic. So you would rather eat the same thing? Yes. And like be able to watch whatever you want? Yes. So I'll eat pasta. Pasta. <laughs> Just eat pasta See, all the time. I don't know because I feel like I don't really consume much TV. So like if like I couldn't go to the movies anymore, if I can like watch TV, like, yeah, that's a part of life that I would be missing out on. But I feel like I would be missing out more on food. Oh, damn it. You're right. You know, like how often are you actually sitting in front? Also, you're just taking away like something that's taking your time from doing something. Correct. You know. Yeah. Like you could just go like on a walk or... Yeah, that sounds read like fun. A, that was your that was your next best thing to do. Can't watch TV. Guess what? You go on a fucking walk. I can think about literally fifteen other things I would want to do besides going to walk. Read a book. Yeah, you know what I could do. Okay, moving on. What is the next section? I know you like to say it. Give it to me straight. Where we answer all your See, burning questions. You you think that I like take all the segments, but like every intro, you say, you say the majority. And you say most in the no, body. Like, no, you say the most. All right, most. you know, ask the question on Instagram because everyone's going to be like, Alex talks 95% of the time. Fine, we will take a poll. Mm-hmm. And we'll see. We'll see who spoke more. Fine. Don't, and Everyone don't knows like, the answer. And don't just like speak less now. <laughs> <laughs> you would fucking do that. Oh, 
We'll see. Who uh, will see who's gonna win this war? What's the question? <laughs> My fiance plays COD a lot more than he used to, and quite often. Previously, it used to be a weekend night thing that starts at nine. He played with his sister and his friends. I was always respectful and understanding because his sister and his friends live in a different state and that was their time to connect. Also, it's something my fiance really enjoys. Lately, COD is a daily occurrence, quite time consuming. He is in a job where he could play during work hours and then comes home and games after maybe spending an hour with me. He's been working every day for weeks straight, so I don't even have the weekends to catch up for us to spend quality time together. All we do now is watch TV before bed. Honestly, I'm quite fucking tired of TV and I hate it. I've been trying to get us to go to the gym together right after he gets off work or at least a technology-free walk around the neighborhood. But he complains a lot because it's cold or now he has a blister on his heel. The complaining makes it much harder for me to enjoy that time with him and takes away from the quality time we spend together. Also, with COVID happening and having to be home for the last two years, he's become more of a homebody and now rushes dinners when we go out to eat for date night. Do you have any suggestions for how to slowly break out of the cycle of being a homebody and also some date night suggestions outside of dinner and a movie which one of your friends wrote this alex <laughs> <laughs> your priorities man i mean i think you have to have a conversation about that and say where I, you are investing your time though it is not it is not fair to our relationship for you to be investing all that time into something that doesn't involve me right I, this yeah, is a hard this is i john i don't feel like i should should i even have a point to make in this conversation well, i feel like you don't play don't, no. like you don't play astronomical hours because i feel like you can there's a fine line of it being um okay and a leisurely hobby versus it being a problem let's just put this in perspective i never get on there unless i know we're fucking done doing all of our work the difference is we're together 24 7. they're not hold on i'm saying like we do need to spend quality time together which yeah. i realize that too so I'm very, very self-aware of when I play Call of Duty. And like you, if I come down and I'm like, let's watch something or like, let's do this, you will always get off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, like I said, what's your priority? Your relationship's your priority. I yeah. Mean, dude, are you going to be happy if you guys split up and then you can play COD whenever you want? I bet you the novelty of playing cod will wear off and you'll be like fuck so, but it's layered here so it's not just like the fact that he's spending his time playing call of duty it's you know they're not they're going on walks he's not having it like doing date nights well, like it's it's, a, it's affecting other parts of his life because he like just she like, said he's rushing dinner right. so he could go play call of duty like right. your playstation or xbox isn't going anywhere man mm -hmm. You're getting older, you're sharing a life with someone like it's whatever your priority is but i mean if call of duty is your priority then you guys have a bigger issue. I mean, I do think too, technology can become an addiction. Like when we're at dinner and constantly on your phone or you can't watch a movie together uninterrupted, I think that you suggesting, and I know that you said that you have doing technology free hangouts, you know, maybe if it's not a dinner and a movie, maybe something more active that isn't walking around the block so that he could complain about the cold, go bowling, go, go to a cooking class, go to a paint night. Like there's other activities out there that you guys could do together. And you, even if you don't want to leave the house, you could do those things at home, like do paint night at home, like watch a cooking show together and like learn a new recipe. I just think that you guys have to be intentional about taking that time together and eliminating technology because you, you do definitely need to have like a technology free 
time together. Like when we started going on our walks, mm-hmm. and we'd bring one phone. Because I was like, John just, was like, we'll leave the phone at home. And I was like, but what if what if Kobe gets hit by a car? It's more so like, what if I get injured walking? <laughs> yeah, so I'll yeah. keep it in my back pocket on silent just in case. And like it really, I noticed a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Even just in our moods. Yeah, just like some relief, getting some sunlight mm-hmm. and, and just taking a minute. And like if it, it is fucking cold out, like put an extra jacket on. It's not cold if you bundle up and you dress appropriately. But again, maybe that's not what he wants to do. I think you guys have to come together and figure out what's going to work for you. But if it's important to you and you're saving your relationship, it should be important to him too. Right. Again, it's all about balance. It's something he likes to do. He should be able to play, but you're also a priority in his life and he needs to take time out of his life and what he's doing to spend time with you. Yeah. Have that conversation. I turned 29 in July and I met this guy on Bumble. Things were going amazing. And after four weeks, he asked me to be exclusive because he was so happy. And we both agreed that we liked each other's company. Well, on the same night that we're having this discussion about how well things are going, his best friend broke up with his girlfriend after five years. The story that I got is that the best friend felt stuck in a relationship, but he didn't see a future. This got my guy thinking about his future, and he realized that the long-term relationship wasn't something he wanted, but something he felt pressured into because he's also turning 29 and his sister just got married. So a week later, after saying everything is fine, he seemingly out of blue was like, Everyone told me your wife material and that I've met my match, but I don't think I want this right now. So my question is, first off, from a guy's perspective, what the fuck gives? Then second off, I can't win. You think you find an available guy and he just up and becomes unavailable and you're just supposed to go back out into the dating field? Ugh, words of encouragement, please. Okay, well, I have an opinion, but I want to see what you think first. What it sounds like to me is the guy's like, oh, wait, my best friend is broken up now we could be yep. single together that's literally exactly it's like i've been waiting for this moment yep. yeah. yeah that's like and so i would not take it as personally because it's just i think that sometimes I, people of course i would take it personally why because I, i'm not enough for you no i mean i think it's just like people's timelines like it's wrong place wrong time like if i were to meet you at a different point in your life you wouldn't have been ready to date me does that make sense to you you know what i mean like that's fine, but they were already dating. For, for a short amount of time. You have every right to be annoyed, but it's it's not about you as a person. This just has everything with him wanting to go be a, a man-ho. I guess. You I know, guess. Like, so, unfortunately, it sounds like he was just settling with you. No, I don't think that either. I think so. I, I think, don't think he was settling. Listen, here, his best friend was with somebody, so he's like, oh, well, I guess I'll settle down. And then his friend just decided to break up and he's like, oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to also be single no, too. No, I think it's, I I don't think that he was looking to settle down. Like, I think that he genuinely liked the connection with you. And then when his friend became single, it was like that spark and excitement of like, oh my God, like my friend who's been in a relationship for five years is finally single. I'm, I want to be single now too. Like figures, I just got into a relationship. It's not that serious yet. Gonna cut it off. Like, I don't think it's, personally you like you wouldn't have changed him it could have been any other girl also and that's not to say that like you're like any other girl i'm not knocking this girl at all she's probably beautiful i have no idea what i'm saying is it just sounds to me from a guy's perspective because i am a guy it sounds like he settled i'm assuming his friends are all dating someone he's like i should probably just sit down and date someone when you say settle you're you're it sounds like you're meaning that like he didn't care who he ended up with. I think he settled down out of pressure because everyone else was 
dating. He's like, you know, I guess I'll start dating too. But like when you say settled, it's like you just settled with this person because they're a body. Maybe convenience. See, I don't, I don't agree with you. I think, I think that, yeah, like he was dating her because he liked her and like saw a future with her. But I, I think it was more of the excitement of being single with his uh, okay. best friend. Of course he was attracted to her and there was feelings there, but I, I still think Part of it was he's like, you know what? I'm probably just going to try to make this work since everyone else is. I would just ask him and then be like, fucking admit it. Just say that you want to be a man whore with your best friend. I want to throw a disclaimer out. Like, I'm literally not trying to be an asshole. I don't know what this woman it's too late, John. looks like. <laughs> it has nothing but to do I, with her look. I know, but like you're either. making it sound like I'm saying he's just selling with this girl because he doesn't have feelings for her. Like, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm like, he might have some feelings for her. But I think he settled into a relationship because everyone around him, which I don't know, I'm assuming everyone around him, his friends are dating or in a serious relationship. So he's like, well, I guess I'll give this a try since I don't have anyone to hang out with. And then his best friend is like, I'm single now. And he's like, fuck, yeah, I want to hang out with my boy. uh, that is like what we agree on is that, yes, like I think that it, so it, he's selling with this girl. But I, what am I not getting? <laughs> because like settling and se- like settling with someone and then settling down are different things like you said it doesn't have to be no no they can correlate down, they can correlate you settled down with me but does that mean that you settled no no i pursued the shit out of you exactly but we settled down together so yeah but you could you're trying to tell me right now that people don't settle down with people they settle with <laughs> yes <laughs> they do I, I'm sure that's why a lot of divorces happen. I agree. I don't think that that was the case here. I think that he was not ready for a serious relationship. I want a part two. Ask him the question and be like, did you settle with me? No. Just listen. Hear me out. <laughs> Fucking shut the fuck up. I don't talk all the time. You talk. Talk, talk, talk. I'm <laughs> I think what happened is he... <laughs> I know what you think. <laughs> You said it. We both said our piece. I don't need to hear you. It's not I don't you. need to hear you repeat. It's not you, girl. It's him. He he just like is oh, not ready for marriage. Fuck he's him. Just, he's just not ready for marriage. Oh, I'm not listen, I'm not taking this guy's side at all. This guy, what he did is fucked up. Like you don't string a woman along and then be like deuces. Like, yeah, I feel bad for her, of course. Okay, so the positives <laughs> but what we <laughs> the positives. What are the positives? That you dodged the bullet. Exactly. And like there's other people out there just because like you find someone who's who you think is your perfect match, like your timelines might not always line up. You know what I mean? Honestly, like we didn't even we didn't even say anything helpful here. <laughs> I think the big takeaway from this is I we, need people we, I need people to message us. Shut the fuck I need up. people to message us and say that you could correlate settle and settling. I agree. I'm with you. I don't think that that's what happened here. I think that he genuinely well, we're liked agree her. To disagree, I don't think he settled with her. I think he. Gen- Why would people say that? Like, I think you found your match, and then he's like, oh, "It's just not the right time." Like, I think he actually did like her, but I don't think that he was ready for a commitment. Well, like, none of us know what he was really thinking, right? So, we'll find out. Part two. Email us after you ask him. You do need a you you should be able to ask him that. He also, should answer. You deserve an answer. And like for future dates, I do think that like you have every right to establish that with someone in the beginning and say, like, 
Are you looking to fuck around or are you looking to settle down? I, I probably wouldn't say that. I would. Are you here to just fuck or are you here to get married? If date you want, one. If you, yeah. If date you, one. Don't date even. One. Yeah. Date one. Last one. <laughs> First date. Last date. Once again, we gave terrible advice. You know what? There's a lot. There was just a lot of unknowns. It's hard to give good advice when we don't know, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> I need more info. Yeah, it is. I need more info, but like a condensed message. <laughs> it is what it is. But best of luck. Best of luck. I want to know though. <laughs> That's all that we could say. Maybe we should have made this podcast name best, best of, of luck, luck <laughs> instead. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's it. Oh, wait. We do have to read a review. We do. We do. Thank you, guys. We love when you leave reviews. Please tell us if you're enjoying the pod and only if you're enjoying the pod. Or if you're not, because I think that'd no, be no, no. hilarious to read, too. I don't want that. All right. Just so everyone knows, what we're going to start doing is I'm just going to read the top, the, the most recent comments. Sure. Because... Well, you don't feel like scrolling back? I don't want to scroll back, and, and then I already forgot which ones I've read or not. Okay. So the That's newest fair. one from Grace Sin, listen up people, five stars. Alex and John are the best. So relatable, real, and funny. Thank you, Grayson. I love it. Thank you, Grayson. Thank you guys so much. Seriously, if if you're enjoying our podcast, we love getting five-star reviews. I love reading them. John is a words of affirmation guy, so. Yeah, this is right up my he'll alley. He'll be filling up his love bucket. Fill me up. <laughs> Fill me up, baby. Okay, moving on. All right, guys, if you have any questions that you want to write in, you could reach us at hello at giveittomestraightpodcast.com. You could follow us on Instagram at giveittomestraightpodcast and TikTok at giveittomestraight. We will see you next week. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.